Hey, hey, what's up, podcast listeners? I'm Jennifer, and this is The Honest Ugly, and we talk a lot about finding intimacy through conversation with God, honest conversation with God. Today, we're talking about three helpful things for hurting people. And to start off with, I want to give you two personal examples of stories in our family that just kind of give you an example of how we offer things to people that aren't very helpful. One of them was when I accidentally almost cut my daughter's finger off opening the car door when she was little. I scooped her up and took her back into the library and asked the lady at the counter for a bag of ice. My daughter is screaming at the top of her lungs and blood is dripping everywhere. And the girl just looks at me like a deer caught in headlights and she hands me a sheet of stickers. Now, I'm not faulting the girl. That's what she had to offer. It's just that what she had to offer wasn't very helpful. My daughter needed something else, but that's what she had, and that's what she offered, and that's what we do a lot of times. We offer what we have without thinking that maybe we could offer something else, and just recently, a kid's face was all gashed open, and he was handed some band-aids. I'm not faulting the person that handed him band-aids either. I'm thankful there were people there to offer assistance. It's just a good example of how people in their kindness and their generosity, they want to offer something of value. They want to offer something tangible, but what we have to offer isn't always helpful. Now, there was a time in my life where where I found myself in the shattering grief life transition. And people were quick. They offered their opinions and their suggestions. They offered their personal life lessons. They offered what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And they were well-meaning. I'm not faulting anyone for how I was handled in that situation. But they offered, they offered what they had. It's just that what they had wasn't very helpful to me. And I had a group of friends that did offer some stuff that was helpful to me. And those are the tips I'm going to give you today. Those are the tools I want to share with you today that you can offer people when they really do find themselves in a place of grief and hurt and life-shattering transitions and anxiety and depression and all of these things we struggle with. People are really hurting. And what can we do to offer something that really is helpful Because we want to be people that offer help, right? But often feels so unkind when we don't offer anything. And so instead of really digging into what might be the best offering, we just give what we have without thinking whether or not it might be that helpful. Now, these three things are the things that I saw practiced in my friend group that were extended to me during a really, really hard season of my life. So three things. I'm just going to rattle them off and then we will go back and touch on them. But be spirit-led in our words, actions, and prayers. And have patient endurance. And the third thing is to give a lot of space and a lot of grace. So let's go back to that first one, spirit-led words, actions, and prayers. What in the world am I even talking about? Well, so often we react instead of respond. But if we can pause and take a moment to respond to the Holy Spirit inside of us, He will gently lead us, not just with our young, like Scripture says, but He will lead us in the way that we should go. He will lead us in the way that we should serve. He will lead us in the way that we should offer our opinions and our help 
if he wants us to offer anything at all. But we can't be spirit led if we just rattle off the thing that we think is best because his ways are not our ways. So we have to get to a place where we are spirit led with our words, whether those are spoken words or silent words of prayer. I mean, sometimes God just calls us to silence. And we have to be spirit-led in our actions. We can't just do what we think is best. We can't just hand over what we react to in the moment because the Spirit will lead us and guide us if we just go with what is whispered into us by Him. But it takes a lot of practice to be spirit-led because we just want to offer the first thing that comes to our mind. And I mean, God is spontaneous, so don't get me wrong. The Holy Spirit is super, super quick. Um, to put things on our mind. I'm not saying that we need a whole lot of time to figure out what the Lord's showing us to do. I'm just saying we don't always have to offer what everyone else offers. There might be something the Holy Spirit is speaking into us that we need to really be tuned into because whether it makes sense or not, if it's His idea, it's going to be fruitful. And when I talk about being Spirit-led in our prayers, I just mean that a lot of times when people are hurting, no matter what kind of transition or life-altering thing they're going through, we offer prayers in a way that we try to manipulate God in answering the prayers that we want to see answered. We pray in such a way that we get what we would like to see happen. But I don't feel that being spirit-led in our prayers looks anything like asking God to give us what we want. But to me, spirit-led praying means that we are listening more than we're asking. And we are hearing His heart. And we are hearing what He wants not what we want, and we're offering back to Him what He wants. And He will lead us in that. When we are able to put our hands and our heart towards people that are hurting, He will lead us in those prayers because He knows exactly what those hurting people need. And when we're in tune and led by the Spirit, it's always spot on. So the very first thing I want to offer you that my friends offered me, I feel like were spirit-led words, actions, and prayers. And sometimes those words were silent and sometimes they were few. Sometimes they were a lot, but I always felt that they were coming from a place of, of um, what is the scripture that says, speak as of speaking the very words of God. I had a handful of friends that I felt like were speaking the very words of God, and it really did offer me something that was helpful in the moment. The second thing I want to encourage you guys to offer hurting people is your patient endurance. Because guys, when people's lives are shattered, when they feel like they're a wreck of a mess, when they're unable to function because they're depressed or they're grieving or they have so much anxiety they don't even know what to do, if you're going to be a friend that shows up for the long haul, you are going to have to choose patient endurance because healing is a really, really long process It is not overnight, and so many times we get tired of waiting on people. People got tired of waiting on me. They couldn't figure out why you can't just get over it. Like, why are you still unfunctional? Why are you still crying about this? Why are you still struggling this out? I wasn't fast enough for some people in my life. My healing process made people uncomfortable Many people didn't know what to do with me because I wasn't doing what they expected me to do. I wasn't doing what I should, quotes, what I should be doing. I wasn't doing 
their opinions. And so it was very, very uncomfortable pe for people when they didn't know what to meet, what went, okay, pause. It was very uncomfortable for a lot of people because they didn't know what to do with my pain and my grief and my hurting. They became impatient. They became hurried. They wanted me to hurry. And we do not want to be people who cause people to hurry. We want to be people that extend patience and endurance and long suffering because that is the character of God. Those are his traits. He is patient and he endures and he is long suffering and he gives us a lot of time to heal. And so if we want to be people who really offer helpful things for hurting people, we have to be people that choose to patiently endure with those that are hurting. And if you have someone in your life right now that you just can't figure out why they can't get their crap together, just know that they are hurting. And if you want to be a true friend, stop the shoulds and silent the rules and just give them your kindness and your loving, gentle, spirit-led actions and words and prayers because you want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And one of the ways to do that is to be very, very patient with hurting people. Healing takes a long time, guys. So the third thing I'm really, really passionate about that my friends have done for me and that has taught me to do this for other people, they have given me a lot of space and they have offered me a lot of grace. They've given me space to say no when they've invited me places. They've given me space to be an ugly, honest mess of verbal processing that is disgusting. They, they've given me space to come up with a bunch of crap that comes out of my mouth <laughs> until I get to the place of truth. They've given me lots of space with no judgment. They've given me complete grace. It's just like this wide open place they've given me to struggle it out and to put one step in front of the other and to take four steps forward and 1600 back. They've given me a lot of space and every single step I took and every moment that was an ugly mess and every good thing that made them feel hopeful in me it was all covered in grace. It was all covered in grace. And those three things that my friends extended to me were the hands and feet of Jesus. They made me feel so loved and so cared for. And they helped me to get to the place where God's voice is the loudest voice in my life. They got me to a place where I could focus on my identity in Christ instead of my identity put on me by the world. And so today, I mean, I just am really passionate about offering helpful things for hurting people. So again, just to recap, be spirit-led in your words, your actions, and your prayers. Have patience and endurance with the people in your life that are hurting, and give a whole lot of space and bucket loads of grace because hurting people will take a long time to heal. But if you do these three things, if you create this atmosphere for your hurting people to heal, I do believe that the healing process will be so rich and so deep that you will be grateful that you stayed by those people's side, sides because they are going to rise up out of the ashes into something 
beautiful that you've never seen before, and you're going to get a front row seat. Because if you can offer people helpful things when they're hurting, you become their people. You become the the hands and feet of Jesus to them. You you create that invitation for intimacy. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing in friendship. It's a beautiful thing in relationships when you are spirit-led and patient and offer a whole lot of grace. It's just like this. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting all weird now. But it's like the most beautiful invitation that ever comes in the mail. Like, I mean, just picture your own. I'm not going to describe what mine would be. I want you to picture yours. Like if you got this beautifully wrapped package, this envelope, this invitation, and it just made your heart sing. Just the the beautiful handwriting on the outside, just whatever decorative art they have on it, and just opening opening up the envelope, and you just pull out this invitation that is exquisite, and you know thought was put into it, and love was poured into it, and you're just so excited to be invited into whatever this beautiful invitation looks like. That is what it feels like to have a friend who will offer things that actually help. And my friends actually listen to my podcast and you know exactly who you are. And I am so thankful for you. And I will forever know that you are the hands and feet of Jesus to me. So I just want to encourage you guys today to go out and offer helpful things to hurting people and dig really deep. Because if you're a believer in Christ, you do have everything you need for life and godliness. And that includes the ability to invite people into intimacy and the ability to offer the very traits of Christ Jesus himself. Talk to you guys tomorrow.